You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week here in our LA studio are Justin Davis Scoop. and Colin Stevens. Oh, I was about to say Scoop, too. Hey, gamers. <laughs> you can say it, too. <laughs> I just got so thrown off by you being real. Yeah. I thought, I thought you were just like an imagination. I guess. You know? yeah. Here in the flesh, 75% of your Omega Cops are in the same room together this week. And Sam Claiborne is uh, at his home in uh, his own arcade, hey, which, is, which is also his home <laughs> that he lives in. Uh, good to see you, Sam. Wish you could be here in person. Hey. Yeah, next time. And we've got a great show for you this week. What a week. I don't remember a week uh, like this in quite some time. I mean, wh- <laughs> where to begin? You know, we were talking about Jedi, um, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor last week and liked it very, very much. Of course, we were recording that before it was out in the wild and the PC version has all these problems. It's a huge mess on PC. And even me, I'm playing on PS5. It's crashed four or five times, which is like, I'm, I really enjoy the game, really enjoy it, but it's pretty unusual for a console game to crash four or five times mm-hmm. in my experience. Yeah. So that was, you know, that's been kind of a mess. Good game, kind of a messy launch. But then there's Redfall, which is something I don't, I cannot remember a first party exclusive that has had a more disastrous launch than Redfall. It's crazy, It's right? kind of a hacked first-party exclusive, though, right? Because yeah. well, well, it was an acquired studio. It was not a first-party exclusive for a long time. They inherited yeah, it. It was an... Oh, but sure. I get it. Sure, but Microsoft, you know, put this out. And, you know, it's it's an exclusive, a console exclusive to its Xbox. It's kind of like when they console. acquired Rare, and then they put out... What did they put out? Grabbed by Ghoulies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Viva Pinata, they got, they got back there. Um, I think right. the weirdest part, though, I guess, is just that like it's from Arcane, 
Mm-hmm. Has Lacan really thing. made a bad game? No. That's, that's the whole thing. It's in, in, you know, it's by well, the time... Yes, they have now. Well, yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> okay, so our IGN's final review is up now. We gave it a 4 out of 10, which is also what GameSpot gave it. But it's been savaged, you know, across, across video game media. Uh, very, very poor reception. Uh, and ev- everyone uh, on social media has been, you know, dunking on and clowning on this game. Uh, all this time, like, we knew it... it I knew it wasn't going to be a hit, you know. I knew it had an uphill battle. Our, our, our audience hasn't seemed very excited for it. And there's, you know, the bad news about it running at 30 frames per second at launch, requiring an always online connection, even if you're playing by it yourself. Those things are all annoying. But I expected the game to be good yeah. because of Arcane. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And, and because of the 10 we gave their last game that nobody really <laughs> cared about until it yeah, came out. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah. It's a bummer. They delayed it. You know, yes. they delayed it in Starfield and, um, you know, and now Starfield's getting some blowback. We're like, really, it shouldn't, right? Because they're completely separate studios. Yeah. They have nothing to do with each other. But, like, but like they must they must know, right? Like, these developers and publishers do mock reviews and have consultants come in and look at their game. And also, they worked on the game. Like, they must have known that this was incoming. Right? Or, do, or do we think that they're, like, caught off guard and surprised by the reaction? Well, that's why we have, you know, uh, Phil Spencer of Xbox... You know, he addressed this today. He was on the kind of funny um, X cast, and he basically he sounds like they were just very hands off with this because when they acquired Bethesda and Arcane, this game was very you know all well into development, yeah. whereas Starfield was very early days. So it sounds like they focused mm-hmm. all their attention on Starfield, and they were just like, Arcane's got this. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it wasn't and like I, I know that they were. They're, it's on Unreal, which is a, a, apparently an engine that Arcane doesn't have a lot of experience with. But other Xbox studios do. They certainly could have helped out with this. But, you know, to your point, I mean, I th- who was thinking, who was, when this is like at, the day before launch, who was thinking, here we go? You know, yeah, I, let's hit this button. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just, it and must the fact be so the- weird internally at the studio and at the publisher to be like, well, let's just put this, we, we agreed to this and we have to put it out because you don't, you don't have to put it out, right? Mm-hmm. We know the games get delayed, we know this stuff gets gets rethought well, and, and yeah. reworked and everything and this time it just didn't they they put it out and i think they thought it was all technical problems that were like solvable by patches but like some of these like we got to distinguish like there's like there's problems with this game that that are the resolution problems that they talked about right mm-hmm. and then there's read the review the problem with the game is that the game is broken like there's just a bunch of things that don't, the enemies don't attack you or things the missions fail because you can't complete them it's like this litany of just like very basic QA stuff. And that's where you got to think like, well, we couldn't get it running at 30, but we're going to put it out and put out a patch. Let's take the heat for that. That is one decision. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like who there was playing this game and not saying like, oh yeah, I, I, I most of us couldn't complete that level, but uh, <laughs> this guy did. So let's put it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like it doesn't make it, that doesn't make sense to me for this big of a game. It makes sense for indie games. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. talked about I've talked about this on Scoop before, where it just feels impossible to make a big AAA video game anymore. Like, there there was a good stretch of years where, like, you know, no, not every game was great. Some were okay or meh. I sort of landed with a thud, but they like the competency, like the floor for like how bad a AAA game could be from like a big massive developer was like pretty high. Like, you, they were gonna have a good time. Like, it was just there was like five or ten years where just like bad games from big giant developers just kind of didn't happen. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, and that's like, you know, between cyberpunk and like just game after game after game now, like those days seem to be over. Like it does feel like, I wonder, like it feels like the pandemic's behind us, but like 
these games, all these companies had to switch from home and were ma- switched to work from home and were massively disrupted when they were deep in their production cycles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, again, it sort of feels like COVID's kind of like a distant past, but like, you know, we're still feeling it in terms of games that are coming out today. So it's like, yeah. I wonder whether, and I honestly don't know, like I'd love to read a book about it like someday, but like if something like that's playing a part. Yeah, but I, I, I can't think of another example of a first party exclusive game that had this bad of a launch. Cause you, you, can, think, you can think of examples like Days Gone. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it, it wasn't terrible and it wasn't a buggy mess at launch. It was just kind of like boring and it, it got a six. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. stuff like the Order 1886. That was a swing and a miss from PlayStation, but it wasn't like this. No. And I can't think of anything from Nintendo. Well, I think, just, no, they don't I think the stakes seem higher because. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Silver Bullets seem higher. <laughs> um, the Holy Water seems higher uh, because. Uh, well, it's also. My, Microsoft has just kind of been like taking hit after hit lately. Yeah. I mean, the deal, the Activision deal is kind of crushing to them right now. Mm-hmm. They have to be flailing trying to get that through and they're gonna lose that $3 billion regardless and that's a whole massive studio acquisition right there. And you know, I, I'm sure they had so many plans with Diablo and so many other games that were coming from Blizzard and Activision that were coming up and sure they'll still be on their platforms and everything, yeah. but it's like they're not theirs yet. And you know, I'm sure they'll have some deals and you know, some Game Pass stuff and yada, yada, yada. But it's like they have to take a lot of kind of that off the table. They can't like count that as a win. They can't have these games lined up like they want to. And, you know, you'll have something like Redfall, which was supposed to sort of be the thing in the middle of the year to keep people tied over until Starfield. And now it's like, well, that's not really yeah. working for them yeah. now. Yeah. And, you know, the, just it feels like they'll have a hit. They'll have a Forza Horizon 5. Right. That was... You know, uh, the fall of 2021. Yeah. And Halo Infinite, like, and didn't, Infinite. didn't yeah, do what they, they wanted it to do. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really love my Xbox Series X. I actually like it more than my PS5. It's my most played next-gen console. But, like, Xbox, like, it looks like they're going to finish in third place again. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, and it, and it, it seems to have turned very quickly. Yeah. It seemed like they started out this generation well. They were in a good spot. But now, all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. It's happening again. Yeah. They're going to get crushed again. Exactly. Hardware sales are down 30% year over year. They have not released a big, big exclusive since Halo Infinite. Mm. Redfall is a mess. Like, I have to imagine that gamer, like Xbox gamers, like their patience must be expired at this point. Yeah. And their confidence that Xbox can deliver a God of War Ragnarok you know, level quality game, a, a Tears of the Kingdom level quality game. Like their confidence that they can do that must be shaken. Right. Yeah. Do you, have you well, seen? I, I will temper that a little bit with that. The story of third parties has been back and forth, but mm. there's been some damn good games on the Xbox this year. There's been Dead Space and Resident Evil and yeah, sure. uh, yeah. Jedi. They're all great games. And like, if I like as an Xbox player, that's what I've been playing on it. They're at least like. At least it's not like the weak system two yeah. in third party yeah. games. Like a lot of those are the best place to play yeah. those games. So it's not like it's got the... that going for it. Yeah. And then a lot of those, if you have Game Pass, you're just playing them. Like that's huge still. Yeah. Like these these are things like you have to consider. They are absolutely like not competitive on the first party exclusive thing right now. Yeah. But they're gonna be. They bought yeah. all the companies, right? Yeah. They're trying to buy even more. That's not going well for them. But like it, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. And like at that point, like I think they're gonna give, you know, at least exclusive wise, if they can make games that work, 
give Sony a run for their money because Sony's not doing that level of acquisition. They don't have future plans like that. They have a couple studios that make great first party games in Japan and the US. How, how long it. has it been since Microsoft had that E3 show where they like acquired seven Yeah, they're like, studios. we bought everyone. And then I think later in the year they announced Bethesda. It was, it was like, like final... holy crap. Like they're always no, going to have exclusives. And we just haven't gotten to that point yet where they're just coming out. And I'm sure COVID had a big impact on sort of the cadence of that. But it's, it's like, just like. What happened to Perfect Dark? What happened to Gears of War? <laughs> like what yeah. happened to these projects? Fable. Yeah, there's so many Fable. of them. Uh, the Fable, Indiana Jones game. Call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, games take time, but it's been a while. It had, you know? it, time has already happened. <laughs> the time part has already happened. Where are the games? You yeah. see the memes about uh, Phil Spencer. So his Xbox Live gamer tag is public, and you can see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a bug or if it's a, you know, he just has a console. But anyway, for like literally days and days and days, Phil Spencer's Xbox has been in Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire. <laughs> And everyone's like, what is he doing? <laughs> Turn the game off, Phil. <laughs> like, you gotta, like, you gotta steer the ship. Yeah. Everything's going sideways. <laughs> Get out of there. No more pause the giant RPG. And I, like, I don't think he's actually sitting there playing it. But it's like, there's like some Twitter account that's like, 3 p.m., Phil's still playing Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. I don't know. I wish we could be having the conversation about, like, whether Redfall is the arcane game that we want. And like, you know, it's it's an open world multiplayer, you know, co-op game. It's just like, it doesn't have a lot of stealth. Like that's the conversation I thought we'd be having. Mm -hmm. Not that like, did you see you can just walk up to a vampire and shoot it in the butt a whole bunch and it doesn't do anything? (laughs) Like that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you read our review, in in addition to all the technical problems, the game's just boring. It's just vanilla. Mm -hmm. It's like, it doesn't have any of the sort of like class and creativity that arcane games usually have. Bummer. I still, I mean, you know, it's on Game Pass, right? So it's I mean, like, well, yeah, and you know, and, you know maybe it, maybe by Halloween this year, it'll be in a good place, and it'll be a fun game to play at Halloween with your friends, maybe. Yeah, and like I, we've all, we've ranted a lot on Scoop about how incredible Game Pass is, and that every first-party game comes to it, and like that doesn't give them a pass for making a bad game. They need to make good games, but like, you know, people that are curious about it, you can check it out for yourself. It's free to download. Like, it's already in your subscription. Like, if that game were like seventy bucks, and then it came out, and it was four out of ten, like. That's where it's like, man, that's a real mess. But like it being on Game Game Pass makes it a little bit easier to kind of consider it like, well, you know, no harm, no foul. Like it didn't cost me anything anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, Xbox gamers have just been waiting so long. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, that I, I mean, I think I think Xbox can scarcely afford a miss like Redfall. Which is why I think Starfield, which, you know, was already a big game for them. Yeah. It's like now everything's riding on Starfall. Yeah. It's like it could not be a more important game for Xbox. I think him. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, just, I think the hardest thing there is this last week span, we've had two massive games come out with like big technical issues, yeah. as we were just saying, Star Wars Survive, Jedi Survivor, and now Redfall. And if there's any studio that's known for launching buggy games, it is mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the whole yeah. thing. And well, so it's just like, okay, they have to make sure that this thing is like as bugless as it can possibly be for a massive open world game, which is impossible. There's going to be bugs, but it's yeah. just like they ha- this has to be like the first game they release ever that is like pretty pristine on that front, and it it's almost definitely not going to be not not because I don't have faith in them, but just because it's such a hard thing to iron out all the bugs in a game like that but it's just like i know i mean like and like like i love i love bethesda like follow or, uh, skyrim is one of my favorite games of all time but like starfield's debut was like it got a mixed mm. reception like people are a lot like mm, i don't know i don't know so like yeah. there's so much writing on it 
and like and you know look like maybe the game's going to be an incredible 10 out of 10 masterpiece or maybe it isn't but at least like their first foot forward was definitely not like the you know blowing the doors off and blowing everybody's minds that like i think microsoft and bethesda would have hoped for Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I just you know, I, I think that I think PS3 really did have this at the beginning. It had Layer, mm-hmm. remember, which is a very <laughs> like yeah. buggy, cruddy game. It had like its big game was Heavenly Sword. It was like four mm-hmm. hours long, you know, like it had this like kind of like resistance that was Haze, rolled out. I think kind of sucked. It, it had it had this era too, and um, it took this long to be you know. I think what Sony does now is fewer but huger exclusives and they're like they're pretty flawless when they come out right i mean yeah, I mean, yeah they they had their their square uh exclusive this year which was like not amazing but uh well, but first party games, well you know, he's talking about forespoken but then oh, okay. final fantasy Sp- 16 yeah. hopefully yeah. they hit that one out of the park yeah hopefully yeah mm-hmm. yeah forespoken yeah it's just like it's whatever but you know like xbox doesn't seem to have those pillars like god of war and um horizon which is what's strange. Although I think Halo is fantastic. I, I've no, I, 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 really about it. I know yeah. other people were, were, have mixed opinions, but I love the grappling hook and getting around stuff. I just thought there'd be a couple of those a year. I, I have to wonder not where, Halo's, but good games. Yeah. I have to wonder where Microsoft's head is in regards to the Xbox division right now. Cause obviously they were willing to put a huge amount of money into the acquisition, but that's mm-hmm. falling apart. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, okay, we're, we've been putting a lot of money into acquisitions over the last like five, six years, and we haven't really seen dividends, except for a positive note, Game Pass has been doing pretty healthy to my understanding, mm-hmm. and that's what they're really focused on. So they've got that going for them. I, I'm sure that like that will sort of help sustain them in a lot of ways, but uh, I, I mean, I want to see Xbox like they, get some wins. I feel like they, they're like worried about interfering more. Like I think like mm. Bethesda left to its own devices is like not a great plan at this point. Like that doesn't seem like if I were, if I owned Bethesda, I'd be like, no, you guys are putting out another Elder, Elder Scrolls in three years. Like yeah. you, mm. you, absolutely. Like I don't want to hear about this like 10 year plan. Like, no, stop making these other games and do this. Like that's that's just crazy that there's no on the books like, hey, here's the date we're delivering, you know, Elder Scrolls. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or Fallout. Like there should be a, a Marvel level plan for this stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He says that they've been more hands on with Starfield, mm-hmm. and I mean, <laughs> you know, regardless of how hands on they've been, you know they're being pretty hands on right now <laughs> with Starfield. He feels like so, Todd. Yeah. How are things going yeah. with Starfield? About four months away from launch? How are we looking here? Yeah. How do you think it's going over at the uh, Warner Brothers Suicide Squad team? Yeah. They're probably oh, like, man. guys, I'm so happy we delayed this Ooh, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we delay it further? Yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. They're probably considering that now, right? Now it seems like, you know, teams are just needing more time than ever to iron out bugs. They're just bigger and more expensive than ever. And uh, I mean, like Final Fantasy 16, we've talked about it before. They've been polishing that game for a year and it seems to be coming through. You know, we'll, we'll see the final, you know, result in a couple what of months. What about Diablo? Is that game good? That seems to be one? having a lot of polish in it too. I mean, I mean they went through two betas to get anything ironed out is that the they third possibly one could. Hey, that's a smart idea that for really your is. big multiplayer game. Maybe do a beta, huh? Yeah, Microsoft is, should acquire is, is that. Is that a new concept? <laughs> We, you know, talking about Microsoft, big picture, like, well, how do they feel about video gaming and how do they feel about Xbox? They do own Minecraft. That's very true. So, like, that 
by itself mm-hmm. probably pays for a gigantic mm-hmm. chunk yeah. of yeah. like you know yeah. the xbox division yeah um so you know like yeah they've taken they've definitely taken some gut shots lately but you know but they also have like one of the literally the biggest video games ever made of all time so you know they got that going for them yeah sure yeah it seems like like a uh, playstation they've been talking about wanting to get into like a lot more like live service games mm-hmm. or uh, games as a service but you know trying to maybe change what that means a little bit we'll see but like you know acquiring like bungie for instance having a company that makes games that can sort of be a continual cash flow and then also have these big tentpole releases that are single player games that will just get you know a big amount of money at once but then won't have that sort of long tail that's got to be like kind of the ideal mix of things not just having quick one-off games but also having sort of you know yeah. The the Minecraft that'll just sort of it's is a cash cow. You can you can keep milking it and it's it's not going to run dry. You know. Mm-hmm. Getting back to Starfield, I or go ahead, Sam. Well, I just hope. I also want to like. I don't know how much you guys talked about Jedi last week, but I guess it was ahead of the launch. But um, there's there's kind of a lot of back and forth about Jedi being the state that it's in, and um, there's definitely problems with that game. But a lot of people don't experience those problems. We reviewed it on PS5. Hmm. didn't experience them um i've played tons of xbox i haven't experienced problems after it crashed a couple times when i was playing it early on but not since then it looks beautiful it's great to play um there was like a there was like a pre-backlash like you know redfall had people mad uh jedi uh, had this like backlash and then now everybody's talking about both as like games being buggy and, and and having issues but like that's true but like they're actually really different. Like Jedi, like that game, you can see the directions that it can go if it's like fixed performance-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good single-player, big open game that looks beautiful. <clears throat> There's no question about it. You can't really see where Redfall ends up, right? Yeah. Like that's th- th- that's why it's getting a four versus whatever eights and nines. But um, I've, I'm starting to think like the the Star Wars response it seems a little suspicious to me. Like, it, that seems like uh, uh, we don't like Star Wars anymore and we don't like EA. Mm-hmm. Like, there seems to be that on top of the Star Wars thing. And that's, I think there's a little bit of a pile on happening, probably from people that aren't playing it and will never play it. Mm-hmm. And there just seems to be some glee about making fun of that game. Whereas, like, a lot of people are confused. Like, you, you just read the comment sections on IGN. Like, people are like, oh, that's, I don't, what, what is it? What, what is everybody complaining about? What are the bugs you're seeing? And it's like, you can watch a performance review and see what they are for sure. Mm-hmm. But they're not Redfall type no. bugs. They're oh, just yeah. not, you know? The, the, and, and, and it's just, there, there's something weird going on with that right now. I think there's a little bit of an agenda behind the, the Star Wars EA stuff. There might be an agenda with people commenting online. <laughs> what? Uh, that doesn't sound right <laughs> to me. Um, anyway, Starfield. I, th- I think it's like, I, think, I, I don't think it's hyperbole. That when that game arrives, it has to be a nine out of ten, a ten out of ten. Like even being an eight out of ten isn't going to be enough to like make to make up for all this time, to make up for all the waiting and the redfall. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Agreed. Sam, yeah. agree. Starfield has to yeah. be a nine or a ten. I mean, yeah, but like it's so hard to picture what this game is or what it's going to be and like how it's going to come together and. I think even if it functions really well, it might not be the game people want. It's mm-hmm. not Skyrim, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it, it's actually really different looking than than a game that, that you would expect from 
but that's just specifically because it's not a contiguous open world map, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's it's it's. It, I think it has a really, a really steep climb in its story and like it's kind of like mechanics and, and stuff that, that it has to make up for that sheer, like I'm on this giant planet with a bunch of goofy things going on. And it's like a, a sandbox, you know, because yeah. it, it seems to be more the mass effect side of things than the Skyrim side. Hmm. Yeah. Or, or comparing it to fallout, like fallout has a lot of uh, quirky yeah, personality. I haven't seen that totally. in Starfield yet. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But like I, like I said, there could not be a more important game release uh, for Xbox now than Starfield. Imagine if there's a planet in Starfield where you get there and everyone is just a clone that says Gary over and over again. Um, <laughs> that was easily my favorite part of any Fallout game, was the Gary vault. Mm-hmm. It was deranged. But it, which, which Fallout was I that? I think in? three. That's in three? I believe so. And yeah, you get in there and it's just it's a guy who kept cloning himself to the point where the clones were stupid <laughs> and all they could say was like, Gary, <laughs> Gary. Well, I think it's Gary. I, I, I might have the name wrong, but like I, I've never laughed harder at a game than like going through that section and then having to kill them because they're attacking me. But yeah. yeah, imagine if you land on a planet in Starfield and then on that planet is just Elder Scrolls Six, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The cheese wheel planet. Oh uh, yeah. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Every week, um, the Arcade Archive series uh, delivers something that is pretty obscure and uh, I... I I would guess probably sells in the single digits. They're still going? Every week, yeah. They're always eight bucks. It's just some random, seemingly random old arcade game that 
not too many people, I think, will even remember. However, this week is a very interesting one that I've actually had my eye on for a long time, uh, and I've wanted to play it. It's called Tecmo Night here in uh, North America. Ooh. Wolf Fang, I think, in uh, Japan when it was released. So it's a Tecmo game. And this is it. And this is why I love it. I had always heard this game was gory. This is the attract screen for Tecmo Night. Oh, 19- my God. Oh, my God. Look at this. This is 1989. Oh. Yeah. This game came out in 1989. Cool. Imagine walking. Wow. you're a kid walking into an arcade in 1989 and you see that. Yeah, of course you're going to see that. Wait, is this made by Tecmo? Yeah, it's it Tecmo. is. So they just did Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Ex- Night. I exactly. I there's a Tecmo series. Exactly. So they're like, hey, it worked for Tecmo Bowl. Let's just... Techmo night. Dude, they stabbed that girl in the eye. I know. And so if you're just, if you're, for our podcast listeners, uh, I'll post it. I have a video of it. I'll post it on my social so you can see. It's just incredibly, for the time, it's pixelated. It's incredibly gory. A man is being torn apart by a demon, and then they stab this girl in the face with, with a dagger. And there's blood. It's, I love it. It's great. I love the pixelated gore here. The game itself is a is dead it? simple hack and slash game. There's only, there's an attack button okay. and a jump button, and that's it. It's, so it's more like, uh, I guess it's more like Golden Axe. Cool. Sort of thing. Um, but the game itself, the gameplay is gory too. Every enemy, even the bosses, they're all monsters. You knock them down once. When they get up, their face is all bloody. Ah. And then you have to hack their head off. Their head mm-hmm. flies, and then their body like, explodes in like a, like a blood splatter. That's great. Wow. You have to fight King Kong at one point. You just see his big head uh, like above a wall, and then his arms come in from each side of the screen. So then you have to like... Call him King Kong? Is it, can it's you King walk Kong. into okay, the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's Can you walk into the frame like a brawler, or is it more of a side scroller in one plane? It's a side scroller. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more like um, it's like uh, it, Golden it is, Axe. You, it's like TMNT or anything yeah, or yeah. Golden Axe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So, nice. dead simple gameplay, but it's got the uh, it's got the gore factor, which works for me. And so it just you know like a lot of, like so many brawlers, it's fun to play through just to see the sights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Tecmo Night here in the U.S. Wild. F- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sam, this is also the game with that end screen, the game over screen, where the guy is like trying to hold open the jaws. The jaws oh, close the on him. And then the, the, wolf, yeah. the werewolf comes out and says, no future. <laughs> no future. It's so is good. Is that the King Kong yeah. boss well, that's doing that? I mean, maybe. But all you see is the jaws. So There's okay. other monsters yeah, yeah. in the game. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, it's the first uh, arcade ar- arcades game I've picked up in a while. It's $7.99 well spent in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then speaking of old arcade games, did you hear there's a new Double Dragon? No. You didn't hear about this? Mm-mm. Just announced yesterday, I think. Double Dragon Gaiden hmm. Rise of the Dragons. Okay. Hmm. It's a new Double Dragon game. It's a tag team beat 'em up action game with a roguelite spin. Ooh. And nice. it's got you know, it's got some cool pixel art. Maybe um, Scott Pilgrimish, like if you're for people who are listening it's like to the way show. Way chibi, right? Way what? Chibi. It's like way yeah. on the chibi side. Yeah, they're, they're sort it's of like, like cute, cute pixel art versions of the characters. But it seems to be like a like brawler. More like, more like what I'd expect from River City. Although I guess Double Dragon kind of started that way. And then it went a little bit more realistic. How yeah. cool is it that like brawler is just back and so I mean, hot I know. again? Because yeah, we got awesome. We got TMNT last year. A couple years before that, we got um, Streets of Rage 4, which is also awesome. Yeah. I mean, I played through a lot of classic brawlers on MAME in the last year or two. And like... They're all flash and no substance, right? Like yeah. The games are usually like 25 minutes long if you play them straight through, yeah. and like they're impossibly hard. But we all have these like fond affinity and like memories from them, 
just because they're so flashy and the spectacle and they're so cool and fun yeah. and like stylish. But now what I love about modern games and, you know, this one, we're watching the trailer right now. It actually looks really cool. Is that like they've they've figured out how to make the actual gameplay more substantive and fair. And like like the new TMNT was so good and yeah. River City Girls was so good. And there's just been a string of them lately that like finally kind of deliver on like the memories and the hype of what we thought those games were in the 80s. But, they you know, they weren't really. And like. And now they are. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Double Dragon. I'm glad this exists. The only, the only red flag for me is that it's an unproven developer. The developer's called Secret Base. They've only made two other indie games that I had never heard of before. So hopefully they can, you know, do Double Dragon justice. The description reads that uh, the roguelike part explained is that um, there's four major gangs in the game, and you can play them in any order, sort of Mega Man-ish. And it says once you've decided to take on... Uh, one of the gangs, it's up to you to decide in which order you take them on. Each gang takedown is a mission, and the order itself in which you choose the missions will shape how you experience the levels. The first level you choose will be the simplest in terms of the number of mission sectors, enemies, and overall difficulty. When a gang is defeated, all remaining gangs level up, increasing the size of their hideout and recruiting stronger and tougher minions. This allows you to experience different sectors of the missions through multiple playthroughs. So that sounds interesting. Cool. Yeah. Like Even like uh, even in Mega Man, the difficulty of all the levels is set. You know, It's not dynamic. Yeah. based on yeah. what, what order you choose to do them in. So my math's bad, but would that mean that there's like 16 different like versions of this game Maybe depending on how you... No, there's no way. There's I no forgot way. how like permutations and stuff work and it's I've, I'm so far uh, detached from high school that I'll never remember again. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think there's any way to know. Nope. Sam, what's your favorite Double Dragon game? Well, I like the arcade first one because <clears throat> that's the one you can play with another player. And um, you know, at home... It was single player. I don't know why. It's just crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The, the NES port of the first Double Dragon is very, very bad. I, although I don't think we knew it at the time. We no. were just happy to play Double Dragon. No, I played the heck out of it anyway. Yeah. But two was really, really arcade-like when it came two, back. Yeah. Double Dragon Two is different yeah, that, from the arcade version, but very, very good. It's great. Yeah. But one is the memorable music. If you if you hear Double Dragon One, it was like classic. Yeah. And the arcade version is like you know the one to play. It's good. All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. An in-person hey, listeners. Ooh. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com, just like Will Ard in Atlanta, Georgia did. It says, hey, Goose Camp counselors, I work as a therapist and have been given the go-ahead by my coworkers to put some arcade games at our office. Cool. Hmm. Now, I will never entirely know what people are coming to therapy for or their complete life background, but I'd like to avoid spending sessions processing trauma induced by Sub-Zero ripping out a spine in our <laughs> lobby. So based on your excellent conversation from last week, I thought I'd reach out for some recommendations on arcade games you feel are safe for kids and which ones absolutely are not. What did we talk about last week? I think it's two episodes ago. What the hell we did you about... talk about last week? <laughs> I think I we were talking there. about the Super Mario Brothers movie. And... Oh. We were just talking about like... Uh... like it's a kid's movie. Do we need to talk about killing and hating people? Mm -hmm. this, that sort of thing. That's all. Yeah, I remember. Um, anyway. That was two uh, weeks ago. I was there for that one. Yeah. Uh, um, first of all, Sam, what, like, what, what arcade machines are, uh, could Will realistically obtain for his, yeah. for his office? So, like, you know, a new arcade machine is going to be, you know, upwards of $10,000. $10, so, like, you got to, like, really plan this stuff out carefully because those are made for... And, you know, uh, basically people to make their money back off of like a dollar muncher or a token system or whatever. So you really want to go after market and then you're going to want to maybe buy from somebody that can also do your repairs because they're going to break all the time. Um, 
uh, but in, because of that, the common ones are the ones you should go after, and they're going to run you in the you know maybe eight hundred to twelve hundred dollar a piece mm -hmm. range. Go for Miss Pac Man. Oh, that's go for what I was going to say. Kong. Yeah, that was those are really really line. good uh, 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 you know games for all ages. Um, Qbert's harder to find. Otherwise, I recommend that. Frogger has some some violent moments, but there's there's common games that are beloved that you see around. I mean, if you could swing Galaga, that'd be a good one. In fact, if you, if you can, if you think Galaga is appropriate, there's there is a Galaga Miss Pac-Man combination that you can generally buy new. Again, it's going to be three or four times the amount of a of a maybe finding sourcing a nice used one, which could run you maybe twelve hundred for you know a Miss Pac-Man upright. I mean, again, these are California prices I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get a bunch of mail about how cheap games are in Pittsburgh because I know the East Coast has cheap games. It's, it's absolutely mystifying to me how that happened. Endless warehouse space somehow. But um, even though they're all made here, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, they, uh, uh, but yeah, like go for the go for the common ones, go for the '80s, and then like if you, you know, the other thing I'd recommend is that there are uh, things like a Neo Geo system you can get, but this just those don't have like recognizable games necessarily in them, and a lot of them are for older people, but you can change them out more. So if you're gonna go that direction, then I would just get a Play Choice. You get ten NES games in there. You can yeah. buy a bunch of Wait, like can you just you can Super, you just Super get Mario a Play Brothers. Choice? Yeah. You, they're just available. You yeah, can just th get those them. are, those are th so a play choice that's going to run you like single monitor, dual monitor. Those are like maybe eight hundred bucks. Like wow. you can get a good deal on them. It's just the cartridges are now you can get aftermarket ones which are like really cheap to like plop plop in there, or you can get original ones which are a little more expensive. Those can be seventy five to three hundred bucks a piece for a game. But um, but yeah, that's like a really good option, you know, to, to stuff in cart. But yeah, I, I think like you get a cool Pac Man cocktail table. Definitely get missed. Get, get a speed chip in there, and people will love it. Stuff yeah. like that is what I'm yeah. for. The the specifically convenient thing about Miss Pac-Man in regards to you know being appropriate for all ages, she's not hurting anybody. She's eating ghosts. They are already dead. Yep. The ghosts are yeah. dead. It's true. Miss Pac-Man. Oh, there's nobody of any ages. Yeah, like nobody would pick up Miss Pac-Man and not have a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think Centipede's a good option too. It's just like it, it always looks really good. Like the color scheme on it is like really attractive. It's like pinks and greens. And a Dig Dug is another one like that, where it's like these are like walk up and playable, you know, welcoming games. Yeah, the thing about that Neo Geo though is you could get Neo Turf Masters. Which one is that? Oh, the golf game, right? Oh, I haven't played that one. Did I dream it? I, I, like I make the, that up. I mean, that sounds like a real game name. Yeah, I like a good golf I think video so. game. I think so. I just haven't played that one. Uh, but Sam, it occurs to me just all of a sudden that I would bet usually this therapist like waiting room is probably pretty quiet. And yeah. any any one of these is, is going to be pretty loud. Got to be yeah, don't get pinball. Yeah, you, you yeah. can't turn down a pinball machine, but yeah. other games you can at least turn off their attract modes. Tetris would be a good one too. So yeah, yeah. and they probably don't want to get Tecmo Knight in there uh, no. in this in this particular waiting room. Mm -hmm. Probably not. Probably not mm -hmm. that game. You know, I never played. Speaking family friendly arcade games, I'm a huge Super Monkey Ball fan, mm -hmm. and that was an arcade game first, and what? then. And then, yeah, that's how it started. And I've never, I've never seen game, that yeah. cabinet and never played it. I wonder if it's a trackball. Mm. I mean, yeah, I would, yeah, I would think so. That's yeah, crazy. I'm at curious. the uh, at the arcade that I have games at in San Francisco, uh, Free Gold Watch. There's a, um, uh, they now have the full pair of linked up uh, uh, Mario Kart machines, mm -hmm. which is like that takes up space, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's probably four pinball machines, but it's so popular. Mm -hmm. Like people love it. I played the Mario Kart arcade game for the first time. I think there's actually a couple ones. I think I played the older Mario Kart arcade game. Or maybe it's anyway, and like we, there are two two sets of them. 
my daughter won the race and then still had to put in more quarters like to race again mm. you don't just get to keep going it's like she came in first and it was like great yeah, you know 50 more no cents to do rewards. race two and i'm like oh lame does the new one use there's no progression quarters? it's just like get off the game yeah mm. uh our producer tom added a note uh in my run of show um pointing out that arcade one-up machines also might be a good option mm. For the waiting room. Yeah, yeah so you can run arcade one-ups and you can get the risers with them and then they they work really well. Like Simpsons is like mm -hmm. a good good one. And then they have, um, yeah, a bunch of them come that way. If you're going to do that, you could go a little bit more obscure and get some really family-friendly fun ones. Like you could get uh, Burger Time, which would be great, right? Yep. Or, uh, you know, some of the movie ones. There's the Star Wars uh, Upright, which is like mm -hmm. really cool. I don't know if that's too intense, but it's amazing. Okay, moving on. This is Daniel from Clemson, South Carolina, uh, but he's lived in New York for the past 14 years. Good. And he has a scoop gem for us. He says, I've been listening to GameScoop for roughly 12 of those 14 years. Mm. I saw that this week was AI week at IGN, I guess last week, is that when this was? Mm. Two weeks ago. As it turns out, I've been playing around with ChatGPT a bit and decided to let it have a go at video game 20 questions. Oh, no. <laughs> I've played 20 questions on devices like Alexa and even flip phones back in the day and was always shocked at how accurate the AI for the game was, usually guessing some fairly random and obscure nouns. So do you think, how do you think ChatGPT did? I'll let you guess. Uh, well, he's going to put us out of a job, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> he's provided the transcript of the game here. So he says, I think you and, you and the crew will get a kick out of it. Um, so here's a transcript. So it starts out with, so what's his name? Uh, Daniel. Daniel says, <clears throat> I just wanted to see if you were able to do a simple guessing game. Want to play a harder game? GPT says, sure, I'm up for a challenge. What's the game you have in mind? Daniel says, I ha have you heard of 20 questions? GPT says, yes, I am familiar with the game 20 questions. In the game, one person thinks of an object and the other person has to guess what the object is by asking yes or no questions with a limit of 20 questions. Says, well, we're going to play a variation of that. It's called Video Game 20 Questions. So it's always going to be a video game, and you get to ask any question you want to try and figure it out. Want to play? GPT. Sure, that sounds like a fun variation of the game. I like the asking, like, what if the AI is like, no. <laughs> no. no. I'm ready to start playing. Um, Daniel says, okay, let the questioning begin. <laughs> <laughs> GPT says, great. My first question is, is the video game you're thinking of part of a series? And then, as a side note, Daniel says, there was like a 20-second pause between starting and GPT asking its first question. It was probably listening to GameScoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> it does what it does. It scrubs the internet, right? So, well, we'll see how this goes. It's entirely possible ChatGPT has, like, uh, our Video Game 20 questions data in there. So, mm -hmm. Daniel says, yes, it's part of a series. GPT, great. That narrows it down a bit. My next question is, is the video game you're thinking of a first-person shooter game? Daniel, no. GPT, okay, that helps yeah, narrow it. It's <laughs> a bad second question now. That helps narrow it down even further. My next question is, the video game, is the video game you're thinking of an open-world game? Daniel, no. GPT, okay, I have another question. Is the video game you're thinking of set in a fantasy world or a science fiction world? Daniel, yes. GPT, okay, so it's a game set in either a fantasy world or a science fiction world. That still leaves quite a few options, but I'll keep asking questions. My next question is, is the video game you're thinking of a role-playing game? <laughs> Daniel, no, that's five. GPT, okay, that narrows it down even further. Thanks for keeping track of the number of questions for me. <laughs> My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of time travel or time manipulation? Daniel, hmm, I'm going to say no. GPT, okay, that helps me narrow it down a bit further. Thanks for answering my question. My next question, you, he's much more polite yeah. than you are. You never, yeah. you never <laughs> thank me for helping you narrow it down. My next question is, was the video game you're, you're thinking of released within the last 10 years? Daniel, no. 
ChatGPT. Okay, that helps narrow it down even further. My next question is, is the video game you're thinking of part of a popular franchise with multiple games in the series? Dana says, that's similar to, uh, is it part of a franchise? Do you still want to ask that question? GPT, no, that's a fair point. Thanks for letting me know. Oh. <laughs> I'll ask a different question instead. Is the video game you're thinking of primarily a single player game or does it have a significant multiplayer component? That, that's Dan not a yes or no Daniel question. Daniel says, only yes or no questions. <laughs> GPT, I apologize for that mistake. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of have any kind of supernatural or magical elements? Daniel, no, do you want to, to split your previous answer up into separate questions? GPT, no, that's okay, thank you for asking. I'll keep that in mind for future <laughs> games. To continue based on your answer, I have another question. Is the video game you're thinking of a first person game? Daniel, no. He has first person shooter. Before. Yeah, no, yeah. GPT, yeah. he. GPT, okay, that helps narrow it down even further. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of exploration or puzzle solving elements? Daniel, yes, there's light exploration and puzzle solving. What question was that? GPT, that was question number 10. Thanks for keeping track. Based on your answer, I have another question. Is the video game you're thinking of set in a futuristic or science fiction world? Daniel, yes. GPT, okay, that helps narrow it down even further. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of vehicular combat or transportation, such as flying or driving vehicles? Daniel, no. GPT, all right, that eliminates a few more options. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of supernatural or paranormal beings or powers? So as an aside note, G uh, Daniel says, it was actually taking GPT a long time to think between questions. In the beginning, um, and after the fiasco of question eight, I had already forgotten, it had already asked that question. So mm -hmm. Daniel says, no. GPT, okay, that's good to know. Based on your answers, I have another question. Does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of time period or historical setting? <laughs> Any time period. Any kind of time period. So Daniel says, um, yes. <laughs> GPT says, okay, that's helpful. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of hacking or computer-related gameplay mechanics? Daniel, no. That's 15. These are, these are bad questions. Yeah. I, don't feel, I don't feel like the, the scoop bot's going to put us out no, of the job. No, we got to Yeah, I don't think so. GPT says, all right, we're halfway there. That was no. question 15. <laughs> Based on your answer, I have another question. Does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of alien creatures or extraterrestrial life forms? Um, Daniel, no. GPT, okay, that's helpful. It's way off track. Yeah. My next question is, well, is the video game you're thinking of a first-party title, meaning it was developed and published by the same company that created the console it's, play, it's played on? Um, Daniel says no. GPT, okay, that helps narrow it down a bit further. My next question is, this is question 18, is the video game you're thinking of a first-person shooter? Daniel, you already asked that. <laughs> GPT, oh, I apologize for the mistake. My next question is, is the video game you're thinking of set in a post-apocalyptic world or a world in which civilization has collapsed? Daniel, yes. GPT, okay, that helps narrow it down a bit further. My next question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of zombies or undead, undead creatures? Daniel, no. You have one question and a guess left. Uh, I'm not sure you're going to make it. GPT, all right, let me think carefully. Based on your previous answers, my question is, does the video game you're thinking of involve any kind of melee combat or hand-to-hand -hand combat? Also, I'd like to take a guess at the video game you're thinking of. Is it The Last of Us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel says, you don't want to answer, you don't want to wait for the answer to your question before guessing, lol. <laughs> GPT says, I apologize, I got ahead of myself. Let's back up a bit. Can you please answer my previous question first? Daniel says, no. So, final guess, GPT says, says, okay, that's helpful. Based on your previous answers, my guess is that the video game you're thinking of is Horizon Zero Dawn. Am I correct? Uh, Daniel says, nope, that's not it. Horizon Zero Dawn was released within the last 10 years, by the way. GBT says, I apologize for the mistake and thank you for the clarification. Based on your previous answers, my final guess is that the video game you're thinking of is Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Huh. Am I correct? Daniel says, lol, you're out of guesses. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, GBT. Anyway, it was Mega Man X. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> After all of that. I'm going to start every single time you give us any piece of information, Damon. I'm going to say, hmm, thank you. That helps us narrow it down. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried to chat with ChatGPT yet because I, I fear for the future, but uh, I feel like it's talking with like customer service that, that, yeah. just, that feels like the cadence yeah. of like you know oh like they're overly polite yeah you know. yeah and and i guess my guess is what chat gpt is trying to do is it's scraping information from like probably just the most popular games although yeah. enslaved was an interesting answer yeah so like when when it guessed the last of us i was like oh yeah like one of the most popular <clears throat> video games that had a very famous show that would make the search engine optimization like go way up yeah, you know yeah and so it constantly so it, asks about first person shooters you know constantly asking about like open world games it's like yeah. okay you're just trying to ask for like the most popular things here you know yeah all right it uh, it, it chat in this instance wasn't keeping track of the count the human was right yeah mm. yeah it, the chat gpt was losing track but that's like Shouldn't keeping track of numbers yeah. be something that's one of the easiest functions? Yeah, I can well, do that's it. the also, problem is that it's 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 only predictive language. It doesn't it can't really do logic and storing and stuff like that. Like it could probably do video game three questions. I think twenty yeah. is a stretch because yeah. it it's just starting to imitate people playing twenty questions at that point, mm -hmm. and it's not really playing. It's, yeah. that's not really how it works. So yeah, it's not. I, yeah. I, I think it, it was interesting to see how that how it kept getting lost. The human brain is still you the most did, You would computer. slightly tweak it to make it a 20 question spot. Like it would, it, it could absolutely be that, but like the chat, GBT chat is yeah. just predictive language model, right? So mm, it's yeah. like, it's just trying to sound like it's playing 20 questions. It has mm. no, no, no it's ability not actually to thinking. try to want to win. Yeah. Take that AI overlords. Yep. We would have gotten Mega Man X. <laughs> oh yeah. Probably for sure. In like 13. We've yeah. probably missed it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that said, that brings us that to our own That was great, though. I love that script. I really that appreciated that. Fun. Yeah, I thought that was very fun. Thanks for sending that. Yeah. Um, our own video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Caesar T in Long Island, New York. He says, um, I, love a, I love a redacted. This is your hint for this. I love a redacted and waited for this game to redacted enough to finally play it. Hmm. I love a good wine. I'm waiting for it to age. Finally. <laughs> what are the? But what are the redacted comments? Yeah, yeah just. Uh, 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 okay. How about this? Uh, is this game part of a? What did ChatGPT ask? A series? <laughs> the opening question was good, and then it all went downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I was really happy with the opening question. Yeah. And then and it was it was so good was, it was right? asked twice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that was the question. Is this game a part of a series? Yeah. yeah. And the answer for this game is no. Okay. Interesting. So, but is this game part of a popular series that has other games? <laughs> well, thank you for your answer. That, that was, the, that was you. the You're other. welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, okay. Is this a uh, is this a, a '90s or before game? No. Is this game exclusive to a platform? Yes. Ooh. Was it exclusive to a PlayStation platform? Yes. Ooh. So it's after '90s. That's what we got, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess it would have had to be two thousand or later. Yeah. Um, hmm. Was this on the uh, PS3 era of consoles originally? No. That's five. Same question. PS4. Yes. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was this? Go ahead. Sorry, it's a first-party Sony game. We don't know that. I think we know it was. We know it was exclusive to the PS4. 
Oh, just the exclusive. Okay, yeah. Is this a published by Sony first party game? Yes. Sweet. Is this the last of us? No. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> was this game developed in Japan? No. Hmm. You think it's the game that that ChatGPT tried to guess twice? Which was the last? The last of us, one. right? The second one was Horizon. The first one was Last of Us. That's true. So PS4 exclusive, published by Sony, but not a Jap- Japan studio. So you know, is this, is this does this game take place in a fantasy or sci-fi environment? Um, not the um, the not the like the main part of this game. Hmm. How is it? What ninety-five percent of this game does not take place in a fantasy or a sci-fi? It's too much information. Thank you, thank you for your answer. That helps us narrow it down. Um, <laughs> So I think that probably means it's one of the Uncharted games, right? Because at the end, yeah, it gets a little... Yeah, we always get a little weird. But if it's PS4, there were only two Uncharted games, and neither of them had <clears throat> that supernatural element. They all do. All of them do. Four doesn't. Okay, four doesn't. And I don't, I don't think... Um, well, before it turns out, it was all a dream. Yeah, Spoilers. Right. <laughs> um, I don't, and I don't think that Lost Legacy did. It's four. I get my console generations mixed up. One, two, and three were on PS3, yes. and then four was PS4? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That was, I did like game? that line of thingy. We could ask that. I like Sam's getting right to the punch. Sam asked if it was a Naughty, dog, a naughty game. dog game. Is it a Naughty Dog game? No. And that's 10. Okay. <clears throat> Should we try to narrow down if it's an American developer? Because they have a few all over the place, right? Or do we think that would be a waste? It doesn't help me. It okay. helps you. No, nah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any Canadian. Um, what about, Canadian. I mean, I guess almost all of their games are humans as the main character, right? And if not, then it would be like a sci-fi thing. Mm. Or fantasy thing. Mm. Hmm. Could be the fight, the fighting game, their Smash Brothers clone? That was PS3, though. Was it? Yeah. Was this game played from a third-person perspective? Yes. Okay. Did this game feature an open world? Yes. What could be Days Gone? Ooh, it could be. But zombies, yeah. we, we, we'd call that fantasy? They're not zombies. They're called, uh, <laughs> I forget what they're called. Mike. Tweakers? Or not yeah. tweakers. Is that what it was? <laughs> no, something. I don't know. That's yeah, the drug one, right? Guy. Yeah, yeah. Freakers? I don't know. Um, okay, open world. Hmm. First party. PS4. I'm trying to think of like the fantasy or sci-fi bit. Not the main part of the game, Damon said. Yeah. Maybe That's by so the way, confusing. Going back to the AI thing, maybe it would be better to do it in reverse and have the AI pick a game mm-hmm. and then you ask it. That's you're the one we'll put out yeah. of a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It it wouldn't be it wouldn't be able to do the hairline like yeah. on the edge like answers. It would have no mm-hmm. idea what to do. Yeah. Um, I thought hmm. you were saying like Damon's hairline. Oh no no no, no 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 no. I can't I can't be talking about hairlines. <laughs> um. I'm bald, by the way. I can only think of Horizon and, and Days Gone as as yeah, it could be Horizon world PS4 games. I mean, no, that's it's so sci-fi. very sci-fi. PS4 and okay, Sony published big open world. Spider-Man. Oh well, I, I mean, I what? guess it's science fiction, hmm. but that would be science fiction throughout, right? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Like it's is tricky. this based on a license? Is it based on a license? No. Okay. Not Spider-Man. That's a good question. Hmm. Okay. It's I mean, not... could maybe still. Uh, be can you play game. as a woman in this game? Uh, not in the. 
Not in at least 95% of the game. What the heck is going on with 5% of this game? <laughs> okay, now I'm just kind of like going through the different developers. It's not Naughty Dog. What's the what's the Dark Soulsy games? We got Demon Souls and Bloodborne. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodborne. Those are all fantasy though. Yeah. You can play as a woman and all those. I'm trying to th- I'm thinking about like early on in the PS4 there was like uh there was like Infamous Second Son. Mm. There, there was this other... in the first three years of the PlayStation 4? So that was what, 2013? Yeah, so I guess 2013 through 2016. No, that's 15. Ugh. Okay. This is so interesting. This is, we're letting grasping defeat right from the jaws of victory that could, that could feel 20 questions <laughs> falling apart. Yeah, our brains are melty today if we can't get this one. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so... The, the the different developers. It wouldn't be Santa Monica because they have only released fantasy games for a while. Um, it, this definitely doesn't sound like something from Media Molecule. Uh, it doesn't sound like Ratchet or Sly, right? Like it's no, one of those games. no. I mean, I guess the infamous bit, but I, it's it's all superpowers, so that's sci-fi. So Insomniac is out. Um, I think it could still Does be this game good. have a sequel? Oh no, it's not part of a series. So Oh it's not part of a yeah. series. Yeah. Hmm. What do we answer that makes it not days gone? The weird future stuff? Yeah. Was there hmm. God the open world. This... Does this game have zombie like creatures or undead in it? Not in 95% of it. What? (laughs) What's happening? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of like, all I can think of is like the last five minutes of Babylon were insane. (laughs) Is it a golf game? Or a sports game? But why would... Open world. What's the everybody's golf they did make it's an open Japanese, world. They right? did make an open world everybody's golf game, but no, those are Japanese because they're made by um. Yeah, and you could play as a woman, I'm sure. Only in five percent of it. <laughs> uh, um, oh boy. Hmm. I don't know why this is so difficult. Yeah, I don't know either. I know, and I know. I, th- I thought this would be too easy, actually. What are we missing? <laughs> Great. Okay, what are read the biggest read so PS4 read games? The, read, the guys, read the guys' redacted comment again, please. <clears throat> yeah. I love a redacted and waited for this game to redacted to finally play it. See, boy, Get patched. Come to PC, maybe? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe it's an MMO? No, but Sony's not Sony it. published. Because you know, I was thinking, like, well, it could be like Final Fantasy fourteen or something like that. Big game. Uh, so we know nothing about the. We know it's open world. Yeah, but we I, don't know if it's an RPG or a shooter or something like that. No. Oh yeah. Is this an RPG or a shooter? Um, how, I mean, so how how um strictly do you define RPG? Mm. Since literally every so, game has so RPG mechanics. So what it. you're saying is it's not a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean seriously like is uh like is uh 
Jedi Survivor an RPG? No. Okay. I would say that definitively at least. Okay, then no. Okay. Oh boy. <clears throat> so some sort of is this an action game? Yeah. Yes. Open world action. Not like late-ish or at least mid to late PS4 gen, published by Sony. What are we forgetting about? We're forgetting yeah. about something so obvious. I'm sure of it. Like, what are the biggest PS4 games? I can't. Well, remember what are the any. smallest ones? I can't remember Concrete any PS4 Genie? games. <laughs> okay, so like Last of Us Part Two, God of War, uh, Spider Man. We know it's not yeah. any of those. Um. And it's something they like, took a took a one off on, you know. Yeah. It's not part of a series, which, which yeah. is pretty interesting. We, our producer Tom what's says our, what's he's our screaming, here? which I, I bet a lot of our li- listeners are doing as well. Really? I can't yeah. picture. You have, you have one question and a guess. I can't. I, oh, I wow. literally, if you were like the way, here's what you need to understand about when you're playing this game on camera <laughs> versus when you're playing it at home. If someone were to be like, Justin, name a PS4 game, I'm not sure that I could do it right now. <laughs> it's like I just don't – my brain's just broken. Oh, um, uh, Kojima. Oh, yes. Yeah, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. But that was made in Japan. Sorry. I, oh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Tom, we can hear you in our ear. Can you tell us what the game is right now, Tom? Yeah, give us the clue. <laughs> wow. Um... Uh, I mean, okay. What other don't studios? Don't understand. Are there? there are no other studios. We name them all. Could it be something like really cartoony and not, not what we're talking about? Yeah, I was trying to think about like some some other like you know like a racing game like some Sony equivalent to like Forza or something like that. But there's not, not that I can think of. Did Gran Turismo end in space? Um. Man, all right. One question and a guess. Right. Bring it home. I don't. I don't know. This is. This feels embarrassing. It does. Um, was this game? Well, should we ask if it was highly rated? Yeah, I was just about to say critically acclaimed. Is this game critically acclaimed? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, later PS4 critically acclaimed and exclusive to the PS4. It would be great if it was like a bad game and then we could take a crack at that. Yeah, and published by Sony. Published by Sony. Uh, you're the one who's always oh, good uh, at the Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. did you play as a woman in, in it at any point? It's probably Ghost of Tsushima. I think you're probably I think, right. I think Sam See, just did it. You know what? Because it's it's in Japan, but it's not developed by anyone in Japan. No. It seems like Ghost of Tsushima. There's no other thing we can guess at this point, right? I think it's a great guess. Is this yeah. Ghost of Tsushima? Yes. Ah, Ghost okay. of Tsushima. When do you play as a woman? Hey, I actually well, knew what it was what the whole time. I was just messing with the audience there. I just wanted to make it interesting. <laughs> So it's it's like that's, it's, just, that's just a joke. I just can't. it's not a fantasy world, but its DLC is all fantasy. I see. Okay. And there's multiple characters and classes. One of them might be female. I don't know. Okay, that's what fair. At least in ninety five percent of the game, you don't play as a woman. You are right. If I were listening to this podcast, I would have been. Okay. Well, myself. well, the DLC is not five percent of the game. It's well, just a different yeah, part. It's the it's it's a you could just say not in the base game. Yeah. Okay, not in the base game. Okay, that's, that's a good way to put it. This w- this was a bit. Except maybe that, then that tells you. Well, okay. Because I was thinking of the, a Gran Turismo twist with <clears throat> you know fantasy and space in the end is a really good idea. 
<laughs> you just drive off. It's like in space. Mario Odyssey when you get to the moon. You know, you're like, oh, it's it's the it's now. the final shot of Greece. Yeah, your car just flies. <laughs> um, what were the redacteds? <laughs> did you say? Uh, I love a bargain and waited for this game to become affordable enough to finally play it. That's yeah. fair. Sure. That's fair. Good I game. like that because redacting it makes it sound older than it actually is. It's like mm. it's, yeah. it was out in 2020. Yeah, interesting. It's interesting that like it didn't pop in the mind for me. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. What what did it for you? What what brought you to Ghost of Tsushima? Well, we were talking about um, if it was critically acclaimed, and I thought about what the game of the year contenders were for mm. the past couple of years, and suddenly mm. this one popped. Gotcha. That's, That's what I was trying. Because I remember I mean, like us on GameScoop talking about this is game of the year game. Yeah. I mean, I even I never beat it, but I did play this game a lot. Yeah, so if, it seems like if you can land on, if it's an exclusive, and you, if, you can, if you know it's critically acclaimed, and if you get like a, a narrow down the years, then you can like sort of check them off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, it is just odd that it like escaped my brain for nine, well, the entire time, really. I didn't think of it, Sam did. Maybe we'll get a, we'll get a sequel announcement soon. I would love to yeah. announcement. Yeah. I, 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 did you guys get this last week? Did you guys win last week? I don't remember. Yes. It was. Uh, I thought. I thought Justin could get it. It was Advance Wars Dual Strike. Oh yeah. Well, I wasn't on the show. Was I on the show? Yeah, you were. Yeah, on the show. you were very you, excited about it. It was just you and I and Mark. <laughs> oh, that's right. Three that's persons. right. Yeah, three persons. Yeah. And and you guys were talking about how so many DS games had DS titles. Yeah. And they were all very cute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's always an Nintendo um, thing. Nobody else does that. Nah. Can you believe a week from when this episode comes out, we'll be playing Zelda? I know. I can't believe it's already here. Zelda time. I am so I don't. Upset. Can I beat Jedi Survivor in a week? I don't know. Yeah. I, oh man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see. I feel like I'm about halfway through. Where? Well, I don't know if we want to spoil. I'm, I'm on. So in the beginning, you bounce around to like the same plants. You go to you, yeah. You go to Jeddah, then you go back to Kobol, yeah. then you go back to Jeddah, and now I have to go back to Kobol. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done all that, and I've been to a moon of a planet. Yeah. Which was very cool. Yeah. Just aesthetically, mm-hmm. at the very mm-hmm. least. And then, I'm back to a planet, and about to ride on a tall, lanky thing. That's right. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like halfway. That's a, that feels like about I like, halfway. I like those. Is it a Wookiee? <laughs> no, no, no. Got on his shoulders. <laughs> that's that's got to be the first question. I for... made a great mistake on a Bacta tank last night, and that's Ooh. where I'm at. Ah, uh, yeah. Early. That's early. You guys are all playing this big AAA game. I'm playing World of Warcraft. I'm, well, I am playing World of Warcraft, but what I was gonna say is I'm playing a Game Boy Advance RPG called Summon Knight Swordcraft Story. Cool. <laughs> that's really good. That that has a name that sounds like it should be on the Nintendo seal of quantity. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a good game. It got a bunch of sequels in. Um, it, but to be in my defense, like I'm traveling. I'm here in LA, and so that was my like traveling mm-hmm. game. I also installed World of Warcraft onto my work computer <laughs> just because I'm here this week. So yeah. you know, it's got to be pretty cool. easy to run, right? Yeah, a potato could run it. Yeah. Um, Sam, what stance? <laughs> do you, what stance nice. do you like the best in uh, Survivor? You know what's weird, and like I watched our stance video, so I'll probably change this up now. But I just used the one lightsaber because I upgraded some stuff, and I don't want to like ditch it. I always have that one, and then I switch up what else I have. Mm. And I don't normally Mm. like um, heavy weapons, but I like the cross guard, and it uh, it's like the Kylo Ren sword. I really like the uh, I I like the dual wielding quite a bit, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I've I basically have upgraded it as far as I can at least. It seems like they might let you upgrade more later or something, but at the very least, you know what I, I. I actually fully upgraded first just because I wanted to like have fun with this game and not take it too seriously, although this is making the game harder, is that I just did my Jedi mind powers like fully maxed out first. Mm. And it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Every single enemy group has something standing next to it you can fool into killing the other ones, and it just feels so good. Yeah. Um, but then bosses 
are really difficult because yeah. I have no power. Mm, yeah, that's you know, so I just have to learn them like, you know, move for move, which is fine. I can't push them apart. But then I hear they get much harder, so I'm gonna have to change my yeah. strategy. Now. The uh, the bounty hunters I've been having a lot of fun with. I like the bounty hunters. Yeah, those are really yeah. fun too. And I wonder how many there are. It seems like there's gonna be a lot. I think so. They look all crappy, like in old Star Wars, where it's just some dude wrapped <laughs> in like this looks like just looks like a mummy. No, everything looks. The yeah. production values in this game, you know, the bugs aside, just the game, like what yeah. their vision of this game is really really. Impressive. The, the, I like the original Star Wars. It looks style. so good. Yeah, the weirdest bug I've had. I like the. Uh... Go ahead. Well, I just like the plants. The plants look so good. Yeah. yeah. Everything covered in plants. All rocks and plants look amazing. In this Maybe game. the best looking so, clouds so I've cool. seen in a game. Ooh, too. yeah. The clouds look really yeah, good. Yeah, the sky boxes are so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've had some bugs with the game. I've, I've had a crash once, and uh, at one weird point, like shadows were really strange. Like everything was very shadowy in like a 10 foot radius around me. But the weirdest bug I had was my L1 button stopped functioning. Yeah. And that's how you guard yeah. and you parry and you can like throw your lightsaber by doing that in triangle. And so I thought I was just like, I had forgotten to play the, how to play the game. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I doing this wrong? Why is my timing so bad? Why, why am I so bad at defending? And then finally I restarted it and it, like it did it back up again. But I've never had a bug that made like the controls yeah, well, stop yeah, well, working. It's just the Sith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nicely job. It's always exciting to get the 20 questions answered on the 20th yeah. question. It's a real nail-biter. Uh, viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com. And uh, next week, I know Sam will not be joining us. Uh, he has uh, prior obligations. But Colin, I hope you will join us because it will end up, it will be Colin's last appearance on, uh, on Goose Camp. He's flying yeah. the coop. <laughs> I am flying the coop, but I'm not going very far geographically. It's so. gonna be down, down, down the street from it. Yeah, yeah. Have you actually shared where you're going, or is that? Um, I ha that? If you're fine with me sharing it, I'm fine it. with it. It's yeah. Yeah. Now I've got a tweet about it. Uh, I'm gonna be Naughty Dog's new social <laughs> media manager. Hey. So very, very excited. Very, very cool. So I'm very glad that we didn't get a Naughty Dog game wrong for 20 questions, because <laughs> then I'd be fired. I think. <laughs> yeah. Look, we saw the show, and we're rescinding your offer. We're sorry. It's like. Ooh. And then <laughs> we record this show on Thursdays. And yeah. next Thursday is your last day. And then you have a week off to play Zelda, right? Yeah, I literally made sure May 11th was my last day. So that Friday, so I cool. could just start playing Zelda. And then I, I'm, I'm giving myself a good long break before good. the start of my new job. And cool. so there's going to be a lot of Zelda played. Excellent. Very excited. Cool. All right, well, we'll have you on for your one more scoop next week. Uh, so thank you, Justin, Colin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you to Tom working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. And we're out.
contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.